Ah, John, John, John. The Jets are 0-3. Uh, Giants are 1-2. You can suck me. Man, 0-16, y'all. Let's go. Number one pick. I heard that Andrew Thomas guy, O-line prospect, looking pretty good. Yo, it's really sad that my season's come to this point. If you guys get the number one pick, you should take Tua. So is your season canceled? Uh, I'd say, yeah. Like like Zach would say, I've canceled the season. Already? Yeah. You've heard it here first. John has officially canceled the Jets season. What if the Jets go undefeated for the rest of the season? You've already canceled. Yeah, what if Luke Falk throws 18 touchdowns in three games? I'm counting the week four bye week as an honorary L. We are 0-4. And wow. once uh, Darnold comes back week seven, probably, because I doubt he's going to come back week five, even though that's what they're saying, we will be 0-7. This sounds like the worst rock bottom in Jets history. Oh, no, no, no there's no, been no. worse. You, you, you should, remember Mark Sanchez running down, into that ass, right? You want to go down the list? Yeah, there's Mark Sanchez running into an ass. You know, Vinny Testaverde was probably the best quarterback we've had. Bill Belichick resigning after one day. Yeah. On a napkin. That's a good one, too. I mean, Mark, I think Mark Sanchez skips. redeemed himself. Not after that. Yeah, he did. He but fumbled and recovered last year on the Redskins. That's true. He redeemed right. himself. Yeah, you're right. Thus oh, redeeming his status and retiring a champ. Wait, Trish, did I miss something about the Jets? Yeah, your best quarterback in Jets history sucked ass. Oh, you're, t- you're talking shit about Joe Namath? Are you yeah. talking I mean, shit about Brett Favre? We've done this episode before. I know we have an episode that got us banned from Jets Reddit, but hey. I mean, we don't actually. <laughs> you know why? Because we kept posting you it say Jets us Reddit. like it was the episode, not just me, the other <laughs> Jets fan. Our karma's like negative eight. Negative 80. Oh. Eight? Is. Please. Our franch- that, that franchise's karma is actually like negative, negative eight. 000? Specifically because of that Jets bait. Listen, you can only do so much in the world of the internet. We have an interview on this episode today. Yes, Former punter and Very kicker. Cool He's a punter kicker. Yeah. Samuel Irwin Hill, an Aussie punter. Used to punt for Arkansas. And we're going to give a quick shout-out to his training facility out in California. That is the Kearney Training, Faci- Kearney training Facility in Carlsbad, California. And uh, Samuel's on today to talk about his journey from Australia to college football to National Football League tryouts to the AAF. And he's going to talk about his fr- quick friendship with Donnie Hagman and... He wasn't the one who actually told Donnie Hagman that the league had folded. He wasn't. He wasn't the guy who did it. So we're now going to move to that interview. When we come back after that, we're going to be talking about the NFL. And I have something to say about Jim Harbaugh. So right now we're going to move to our interview with punter kicker Samuel Irwin Hill. So Sam Irwin Hill, Aussie punter who punted for Arkansas, is joining us now on Too Many Men. And Sam, we want to thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah, hello. Yeah. So me, guys. I want to talk to you first about uh, growing up in Australia. You were born in, I'm sorry if I mispronounce this, is it Bendig- Bendigo, Australia? Yeah, yeah, Bendigo, yeah, yeah. My apologies. Uh, That's fine. Uh, a couple of people do get a little bit confused, a little bit mixed up, you know, associated with a dingo, which is fair <laughs> enough, you know. <laughs> how, how did you learn to, you know, 
I'm sure it says here you, you practice Australian rules football, so kicking the ball pretty much came naturally with that, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the mechanics are very, very similar. Um, there are some things that are a little bit different. Um, the way I the way I put it uh, is, coming from Australia, you're going to have that raw ability to be able to kick a ball, um, and then you sort of uh, bring the technique of and the mechanics of American football, and fundamentally bring those together, um, and then you have the art of the punt. Um, and yeah, so that's how sort of we recognise it from Australia, um, and and the way sort of our academy introduces it as well. Was a, was professional Australian rules football ever really a possibility for you? Um, yeah, you know, it was. It was. Um, and I took a massive liking for it from a very young age. And uh, it it was it was really, really fun. But I started getting, you know, uh, a lot of concussions. And, you know, I, I sort of had to take a step back and I had to be, had to be smart with it. And, and uh, I decided that enough was enough. Um, I got to the semi-pro level and... Um, that yeah, I I wanted something different, and um, I thought I'd take a stab in America. So um, I heard a lot of good things about the whole college program and and taking taking advantage of a of a, of a system um, and academics and and um, and getting involved in that, and uh, definitely watched enough Friday Night Lights to be able to go, <laughs> okay, well this is pretty cool. So <laughs> you, you you accepted a football scholarship with the City College of San Francisco. And who contacted you to? Because usually it's the colleges focuses focus on players in the nation. They they actually went to Australia. They they contacted the guy in Australia. How do you get in contact with the City College of San Francisco? That's a that's a great question, and um, you know I, that that'd be something you'd have to ask uh, uh, Nathan Chapman and John Smith um, at Project Australia. Um, those guys have been great um, with you know handling all that information. Um, and you know, I mean, for me, it was sort of you, you know, I had a couple of options, especially being at junior college. Um, they, you know, they, they they mentioned, do I want to go here? Do I want to go there? Or um, and I, I said, San Fran's perfect. Um, and they said it's a really good program. You know, you do well there, you get yourself a scholarship. And um, so I, yeah, pretty much, uh, pretty much said, all right, well, that's cool. Um, I I soon found out that City College San Francisco had a uh, has a really good, uh, you know, um, I guess, ability to be able to go in, do well, um, and, and and get yourself a scholarship afterwards too. So, um, you know, the odds of that happening, um, providing I did well, were pretty high. That was pretty cool too. So, you talk about Pro Kick Australia. What what did they really do for you to further your career? What like, I'm not sure what there. It's a, it's a football academy, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are they just basically much, teaching you the basics of kicking, or it does, it does, especially for a lot of guys that aren't acutely sensitised to the game, um, as opposed to a lot of the kids growing up over here. You know, it's the number one, or it's primarily that that in their top two, three sports. Where in Australia, it's something you don't understand or develop until you're, you know, in your teens. Um, now it's obviously getting a lot more publicity, so. Um, kids are starting to click onto it a lot younger um, but for me it was one of those things where I just stuck under the arms of these coaches and they trained me for 12 months um, I pretty much understood the basics of what it meant to be a punter um, in the US um, how to understand the game because um, it's obviously a very uh, 
there, the, based. Yeah, there's a learning well. curve there too, I would imagine. Uh, absolutely. Where, where, you know, something like uh, Aussie rules, it's a little bit more fluent, a little bit more free-flowing like soccer. Yeah. Or rugby. So that's uh, a little bit easier to adapt to um, and just sort of go with your raw knowledge of the game or just sort of your, your instinct, should I say. Um, but yeah, no, it was, uh, it, it was fun. It was fun too, you know. it's uh, American football, you know, I, I look at it like a... Uh, a physical, strategical game of, game of chess, you know. So, um, and that was sort of fun for me to learn and understand, and and eventually go play. After your sophomore season at the City College of San Francisco, you transferred to the University of Arkansas. Uh, sure. h- yep. How did? Uh, what were the steps in that process of going from the City College of San Francisco to the University of Arkansas? So uh, yeah, pretty much uh, what happened was um, I had. Oh, four or five different offers. Um, I wanted to play in the SEC. Um, I was initially getting recruited by Alabama, and um, oh yeah, I thought you know yeah yeah yeah. So I was getting letters in my freshman year from those guys, and um, at the time I didn't really know how big of a college it was, um, but that soon influenced my 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 uh, preference to want to play in the SEC. So uh, you know when Arkansas come you know to. On the, well, I, when I went on a recruiting trip to Arkansas and vice versa when they flew out to uh, talk to me about a scholarship, potential scholarship um, I pretty much, you know um, said yes straight away um, and in saying that, you know, the whole recruiting process and, and, and whatnot, I didn't take into, into account the demographics and everything else that were going to change at the same time, so um, that was a, definitely an eye-opener um, but a fun one in that, that's for sure, so so your senior year, I have to just touch on this real quick. Uh, you ran for a touchdown against uh, Texas A and M. I did, yeah. What was that feeling to be a punter running for a touchdown against Texas A and M? Um, it felt great, um, obviously, and but uh, I mean the thing is, at the end of the day, uh, the connection we had, myself and Coach Belima, uh, I mean he knew that I had the potential to be able to do something like this. Um, so we'd rehearse, you know, this script, and um, and we knew it was going to happen. It was just going to be how well it was going to happen, and, um, and 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 pretty much just uh, you know, it worked worked perfectly. So, how many times um, did you how many times did you practice that play before that? Because that's usually something like teams don't like to put on film. It just kind of happens one game. Yeah, you know, we probably yeah, like I said, you know, we we rehearsed that you know uh, for two or three weeks. Um, and we knew that that, uh, that that these guys, that the Aggies were going to uh, rush us, especially because they thought that I was going to be kicking um, a lot of those ro- uh, rollout rugbies. Mm. Um, and we knew they were going to rush us right and we could sweep them and, uh, and generate a little bit of open field. And that's exactly what happened. It was, it was quite funny because um, afterwards, it was very, very, very hard to... Uh, regain composure knowing that you know you just scored a touchdown a lot of hype um, behind it <laughs> yeah 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 I remember I, I, I probably had like two or three punts um, <laughs> but it's just like alright slow down you know meditate you know calm down deep breaths it's um, tough after scoring that touchdown to go back to just having to kick the ball <laughs> yeah because you know it's the polar opposite right yeah and, and that's what kicking is to the rest of um, the positions you know in uh, on an NFL um it's the, the polar opposite feeling 
And as a, as, a, as a punter and a kicker, you know, you don't want to ride off that emotional roller coaster in the game, typically, you know. So if you, you know, hypothetically saying, you know, if your, your team scores a touchdown, you don't want to get, you know, excited and up and about. Or vice versa, if, you know, your team um, uh, throws an interception, you don't want to get down. So, um, you know, punter and a kicker and a, and a snap is usually off on the, you know, in the corner sort of meditating yeah. and sort of uh, focusing on other things. Um, when these sorts of situations are happening, you know, I call it... Uh, being the monk of the team, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and uh, it, it definitely is the polar opposite. And um, but to be able to be on the other end of it um, in that scenario was absolutely crazy, and you know, definitely one of the highlights of my uh, career thus far. That's for sure. So in uh, in April of 2017, you signed on with the Dallas Cowboys, and you went through a training camp with them. But you were not only punting; you were also place kicking. Is place kicking something you learned at Pro Kick uh, Pro Kick Australia while you were there too? Uh, you know, it, it was something that um, that I had the, the ability, the talent for. Um, and, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed kicking field goals. Uh, but I, I felt like that, uh, that primarily my job was to be a punter. Um, and, and that's what I was going to go to the United States for. Now, um, I was asked to, uh, to, to kick field goals uh, at Arkansas in my senior year. And I remember I, I told Coach Tulema, I said, look, man, now... Uh, I'd love to, but right now I solely want to focus on punting and and, um, and and kicking off because I feel like if there's ever a chance to go to the NFL, I'd rather do one really, really well as opposed to three just average. Okay, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. Um, because you know, I'll, you know, I mean, there's not many guys out there that will do all, that can do all three, and especially at the biggest you know stage, yeah. um, that would require would require a hell of a lot. Um, and you know you obviously don't see it um, too often, if not anywhere. So um, I I focused on that, and and, uh, and you know I, I would it wasn't like I regret regretted it, but it was one of those things where it was like okay, if a coach ever asked me if I want to kick a field goal, um, or if I want to be a field goal kicker, um, to not back it down, and uh, and that's exactly what happened when I was at uh, when I was at the Cowboys when the starch. Uh, he asked me. He said, "You know, you want to? How are you kicking kick field goals?" And I said, "Yeah, pretty good." Um, he's like, "Would you like to try?" And I said, "Yeah, no worries." And, um, <laughs> the opportunity and presented itself, and I'm sorry, the opportunity presented itself, so you just jumped on it. Exactly, I had to. I had to, given the circumstance and um, being behind a guy like Dan Bailey. Um, you know. Obviously, somewhat a really good role model to be behind and um, fantastic and kicker. Up. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Definitely. So after Dallas, you, you hopped around a bit. You were signed on with Washington, but you were waived, and you eventually found something with the San Diego Fleet of the Alliance of American Football that we all know was short-lived. Now we talked to players in the past from this league, and they took this opportunity and they ran with it. What did you see this in terms of your career? What, how big of an opportunity did you see this? Well, um, I look at it. I look at it like this: um, to be able to be with an organization um, like the AAF, uh, one, it provides you with stability; uh, two, it provides you with financing; and three, it provides you with film and the ability to be around a group of guys, a common group of guys that are after the same goal as you are. And um, you don't you don't get that uh, much away from the NFL. 
which is which is the thing, especially you know between college and the NFL. There's such a big big divide, and um, and and guys like myself and and Donny, uh, you know, I mean, we're screaming out for for the opportunity for something like this to happen. So when it does happen, um, it's exciting, and even if it means that you only get eight games, the fact that we did and we got the exposure that we did, we uh, had the camaraderie and. Uh, was, were able to make things work for great games is uh, is definitely is def- definitely a huge plus, and um, it was a great honour to be a part of it, um, especially being in San Diego where uh, where I was living too. So um, that meant a lot. So we we talked to uh, your teammate Donnie Hagman about this, and we got to ask you the same question. He said he was sleeping when he found out that the league had ceased operations and folded. Somebody woke him up and told them we're having a team meeting, the league folded. How did you find out that the AF was ceasing operations and folding? Um, <laughs> I, uh, I think we're in the locker room or something like that. Uh, but I think the boys, maybe a couple of the boys are having a cat nap, but um, yeah, I... I mean, I honestly thought that someone was just playing around with us or just having a joke. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, two hours later, she was uh, she was pretty much uh, called off, and um, and we all couldn't believe it. To be honest, that must have been such a deflating feeling for you. It was. It was. Um, and you know, it's not easy at times to be uh, to be to be waived on a team um absolutely not especially when you're first going through it um and and it nearly felt like the same sort of situation because you know you're leaving behind um a group of people that uh that you've been working really really hard with and and um and and to almost leave that well, well yeah practically leave it all behind within the space of a day a day and a half is um it's 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 absurd you know but that's that's the nature of the game and and, and that's what happens that's you know uh what you've got to deal with and um and that's exa- that's what you sign up for and um and you know as as a, as a guy that's sort of matured in in the in the in the situation of nfl free agency and and spring leagues and and this is, hasn't been the first spring league that this has happened to me, you know. For it's, uh, it's it's something that I just took a step back with, and I just sort of was able to take a couple of deep breaths and go, okay, well, you know what? Let's try and be the optimist here and and, and have a glass half full and look at the positives. You know, uh, that's all we that's all you can do in a situation like that. You you said uh, you've seen this before with prior with uh, spring leagues. There's another one coming next season the xfl is coming to the world starting next february is that an option for you in the next step of your punting career yeah absolutely um look i think uh i've heard about the xfl um i think it, again it's another uh, uh great launching pad for uh, guys like myself um and you know obviously you know in a perfect world i'd be in the nfl right now um but you know, I think uh, I think this is this is what the uh, this is what the NFL needs. The NFL needs a support mechanism for guys like myself, and um, and it's important. And if this means that it's the next step to uh, getting myself into the NFL, then 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 let's do it. You know, I'm excited for it. 
um, I'll sign up for it and um, I'll give an arm and a leg, that's for sure. So. Well, I'm glad you're optimistic about the league. We're all really excited to see it coming. Only one more question here before we let you go, Sam. Yeah, man. You're an ambidextrous punter. Is that yes, sir. is there like a real certain advantage to that? Especially in college with the rollout punts, like can you roll out to either side and kick the ball? Yeah, I mean, it's something it's something that uh, you know, given given a certain circumstance, you know, um, based on the scheme, based on the environmental factors, you know, um, you have to, you have to, you and your coach have to be very, very, very close and have a, you know, have, have that, have that built in understanding of, of you knowing and him knowing when the perfect time to use that, that, that sort of kick is, if that makes sense. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if it's, uh, if it's something that's going to be in the NFL, I do think that one day uh, it potentially will be, but it's 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 um, you know the, obviously the NFL is very 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 fast paced, but you know in college high school like these you know being an ambidextrous can definitely be a be a benefit that's for sure. Um, but you know coming from Australian rules, it's just like soccer. You know you, you grow up kicking right and left foot. If you can't kick left foot, then you know you're obviously not going to make, make the team. So um, I mean, why can't it be used in the NFL? And why can't it be, you know, of benefit for you? Um, because I, I tell you what, you know, if you've got a returner back there that has no idea what foot you're going to kick with, um, then, it, you know, it makes, the, it makes the game even harder for him to understand. So, um, but you never know. You never know. So, I mean, I, I feel like the game's only evolving in all different aspects um, and it can only grow even further um, from the punny aspect too. So, um, I'll be excite, excited to see it and... Um, I'd love to be an, an, an ambassador of, uh, of, of a movement like that. So that's for sure. Well, Sam, we want to thank you so much for coming on. We wish you luck uh, in the next steps here, your career. And just thanks again. It really means a lot to us. Absolutely. No worries. And, uh, and thanks for having me out there. Um, it's, it's an honor and, uh, and loved having a chat with you. So thanks again to Sam Irwin Hill for coming on the program. Very interesting conversation with him about his life as a punter and kicker coming over from Australia because it's not the traditional route for National Football League players. So before we dive into our NFL coverage and we go recap week three, I want to talk a little bit about Michigan football because it's atrocious and dog shit. And as long as Jim Harbaugh is leading your team, you ain't going to win jack shit. Case in point. Their game this weekend against Wisconsin. They came in as an underdog, yes, but nobody just expected them to roll over and take it the way they did from Wisconsin. Wisconsin football exists just to lose big games. Like, they're going to get absolutely destroyed by Ohio State in a few weeks. There's no reason, realistically, other than Jim Harbaugh's a terrible coach and his recruiting process is shit, there's no reason why Michigan should lose to Wisconsin 35-14. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't he go to a Super Bowl? He did. Yeah. And lost. Yep. To his brother. Yeah, Can't win any big games. He, he lost s- to his brother? He yeah, still that was the went Harbaugh to a Bowl. Super Bowl. Can't yeah. win any big games. The Ravens versus the 49ers. That was he was game. brought to Michigan to win and beat Ohio State. He has yet to beat Ohio State. They play every year. Do something. 
Jim Harbaugh. The clock is ticking on your coaching career. No, it's not. And what if he gets fired from Michigan? He's going to be the next head coach of like the Jets, Cincy, Central Tennessee. Nah, he'll be an NFL coach. He shouldn't be. He will be. There's nothing on his track record. Oakland. He's There's nothing on his coach. recent track record that says he should be an NFL coach. Oakland. They're not firing Gruden. Jets. They might fire Gase. Denver. They might fire fans. Fangs. Vic Fangio. That's their head coach, apparently. Cincy. They're not firing Zach Taylor. What uh, makes you the think Redskins. That? They just hired him. Redskins. They're going to fire Jay Gruden. They got him, right? And then Jay Gruden's going to back at Oakland on John Gruden's staff because, of course, he is. Do you think the next head coach of the Redskins like, is going to be a former like assistant coach? Because everyone who's an assistant coach on the Redskins ends up doing something. Like who? Matt, uh, well, uh, uh, Sean uh, McVay. Kyle Shanahan. He was an uh, assistant coach on the Redskins? He was something on the Redskins. He was the tight ends coach, yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay, John, calm down. So was the, was the Packers head coach? Well, Flair, yeah. Yeah. No, like apparently all three of those guys are nine and zero combined. All their teams, those yeah. new head coaches, and so. the Redskins are zero and three. Okay, whatever. Jim Harbaugh, do it in a big game. You never have. Do something. That's he won an AFC championship. He won an NFC, NFC championship, NFC but championship. nobody cares about. Nobody remembers the Super Bowl loser. Okay, yeah. but he still won a championship game. But he didn't win the big Your game. Point is he mute. didn't win the big game. He lost the big game. Well, did he, he not? Won the championship. Really? Game. We're yeah. putting coaches in t- upper echelons for no. winning championship games. You yeah. don't get to the Hall of Fame. Ask him to win a regular, just fucking win the Super true. Bowl, college game. Like, That's all a, you're asking him to do. I'm asking him to lead. He was there, brought there to lead Michigan back to relevance, and Michigan is irrelevant. They lost to fucking Wisconsin. That'll happen to you. No. Yeah. What's next? They're gonna lose to Rutgers. I hope they lose to That'd Rutgers. Be fantastic. Rutgers, Rutgers doing good right now? No. Oh. Rutgers is never doing good, ever. You never know. Yes, you do. Maybe They're they get, Rutgers. Maybe they get some more good players. And no. Start tearing nope. it up. That guy got paralyzed on Rutgers that one year. Yeah. What, what does that have to do with tearing it up? <sighs> they were good until he got paralyzed. They weren't that. He wasn't a game changer. Some was the returner. Trish, Trish. He wasn't the returner. He simply just blocked. Well, I thought he was the returner. No. He just got lit up. Nope. Return. He was blocking and got lit up on the return. Oh, no. Some things never change. Rutgers being bad at football will always be, the, like, the, the main. Before I said Michigan's going to lose to Rutgers, I had no idea Rutgers played Michigan this weekend. I hope Michigan loses to fucking Rutgers. Because if they lose to Rutgers, they should just fire Jim Harbaugh. They're not going to do that. They should. But they're not. Yeah, he, They brought him there to win, and he just loses. He's never won anything big doing a big game. Now, week three of the National Football League season. Tom, fuck your phone. phone what did I do? <laughs> I'm going to offer Tom a trade and then accept the trade on his phone. You can get your phone back if you accept my trade. Wow. Boo. Come yes. on. Tom, I'm going to give mutiny. you OJ Howard for your punter kicker. You jumped out the <laughs> window. Give me Julian Edelman. Phone. No. Why? I'll also give you Mike Williams. I don't know about that. Think about it. George Kittle, Devonta Freeman, come on, man. Jesus Christ, you people. The there was no scoregami in the NFL this week. Although I was hoping for him. Aren't we supposed to do It was picks? close. It was close. We almost had 42-16 to 16 last night in the Bears-Redskins game, but we didn't get it, which is very upsetting. Aren't, aren't we supposed to be doing picks? Well, we're supposed to review last week's games, too, but I can't find the NFL's website for some reason. Just go to the ESPN app. They the NFL the has an order. Under. NFL's better. No, they're not. The NFL is better at reporting the NFL. Yes, I believe it is. I don't think so. Bold claims. From Bold claims going against the sport. Oh, well, this is the same one that fucking employed Harbaugh, so. 
big against Jim Harbaugh right now. He's not that good of a coach. Never really was. Yeah, he's a big uh, John Harbaugh guy. Fuck Jim Harbaugh. I said John. Fuck John Harbaugh, too. I don't think he's that good either. Big anti-Harbaugh guy. Man, <laughs> only reason man won a Super Bowl is because he played Jim Harbaugh, who also can't win a big game. You can take that to the bank. Calm down. You calm down. Okay. What is he doing now? Who? Har- the other Harbaugh. Coaching the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens. He's still their coach. Yes. yes. But he's not good. He is. He went to the playoffs. They're 2-1. He one. won a Super Bowl. But that's neither here I'm nor I'm talking about there. recently. They just won their division last year. Yeah. He's just not good. Okay. I don't like him. You have no reason for All right, so here are the scores from last week. 20-7, to Jaguars beat the Titans. 21-17, Bills remain undefeated, beat the Bengals. The Lions <laughs> beat Philly on the road. 27-24. Uh, the actual fuck. The Patriots' defense has still yet to allow any points. They beat the Jets 30-14. to Both those points coming on special teams or defense. Both those scores coming on special teams or defense. Things are looking up for the Jets, man. We scored a touchdown, two of them. Mm, that's mm. so sad, man. Because... <sighs> Your offense is supposed to do something, they just don't. Our defense has Ever. outscored our offense the entire season. I think we have 16 points on for the defense, only 8 for the offense the entire year. Yeah, that's sad, John. Well, at least that was going into week 3. John, so you're sad, and your organization is sad. Listen, man, it's things are. I would say things are looking up, but, you know. It's not. the Jets. Darnold's spleen is about to burst. What He's dead. Joking? What if you finish last in the division this year? I know my solid in the possibility, man. No, it's just it's a matter of who wins those. Aren't games. they currently last in the division? E, I don't, I don't, I can't imagine they are. Yes, they are. How the, the the Jets have lost two division games. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh lost wow. The Bills. You're behind the Dolphins. Oh, good. No, I'll take wow. The first round pick. That's not gonna happen. I wish it was a lottery just so you get further screwed over. We play the, the Dolphins. Jets might go twice. 0 16. They might go. They both both go 0 14 and two. What happens when a movable? <laughs> what happens when a movable object meets a stoppable force? John, <laughs> oh I hate God. you. I hate. Do you mean every unstoppable no, 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 no. force? Understand no. what he was just saying. It's a movable object because they're so bad they can just be moved wherever the other team wants them, and a stoppable force because they can't move the ball. The defense and the offense. The Vikings beat the Raiders 34-14. Tommy the Chiefs, just gets right over it. The Chiefs beat the Ravens 33-28. The Colts beat the Falcons 27-24. Everybody's sleeping on the Colts this year for some reason. Packers Because Andrew Luck retired. Packers beat, <laughs> Packers beat the Broncos 27-16. Dolphins losing a close one 31-6. Giants off a missed field goal by Yay! Matt Gay. Yeah, just one. But we won. Just won. But, but they now won. We're they don't ask fans. how. They ask how many but now Giants won. But now we're tied for second in the Daniel division. Daniel Jones is 1-0. Oh, he's just retired now. And we are the second best team in New York. Buffalo's first. Yep. All right. And you guys are going to take that Buffalo slander that they were spewing last week? They beat when us they beat and they're 3-0. Oh, so, yeah, I'll tell you. Well, they beat you, too. Yeah, but. That's the only reason that slander happened. The Jets were supposed to be the best team in New York. What happened? What do you mean, man? They were supposed to be the best team in New York. This yeah. Year. yeah, our quarterback got mono. What do you What do you mean? Your quarterback could not have mono. You I remember watching did, week did, one, did, did, and you guys were up 16 nothing. He had mono then. Did the rest of your team just shit the bed as well? The defense? Injury. Injury. Le'Veon man. Bell. Everyone getting injured. Le'Veon Bell's injured. not hurt. No, that, he's our entire offense, man. He's not the problem. Look at him. He's, like, putting up fantasy numbers every week. He had, like, 60 yards. He just can't. 
get past like the fucking offensive line, man. This was yeah. gonna be this was gonna be the plan with Sam Darnold too. It was gonna be give the ball to Le'Veon and let him work. Yeah. And yeah. hope that opens up some kind of deep passing game, which guess what it was. Yeah, but when, when all Luke Falk can do is do a check down the bell when he's ten yards behind the line of scrimmage, not much well, is gonna happen, man. It's still well, good for PPR. J- Jets fans are gonna be so much more satisfied with Sam Darnold throwing that check down the bell for some reason. We were listen we were up sixteen to zero before everyone got hurt, okay? Against the Ah, Bills. but did Darnold have mono when it was 16 nothing? He, he was playing bad, but he still had a touchdown. That's what I'm saying. Our quarterback with mono looked better than the husk of Eli Manning that you guys had trotting so, around the past so two who weeks. So say that. Who is the best player on the Jets? C.J. Mosley? Because as soon as C.J. Mosley got hurt, I haven't seen anything productive of the Jets since. Oh, yeah. no, 100%. The Jets haven't been productive since 1969. Well, they no, were for the, the first half That first the half, Bills game. Mosley was putting in his case for defensive player of the week. He had two forced fumbles, an interception. Actually, it was a pick six. She has. Yeah, he put six. in his work. I'm so proud of him. I had two interceptions Monday night. I know, but he had a pick six. And I'm high on him this year. That the, made me cry. I'm high on the Niners this year. High on the Niners this year. The Jets season is no. the opposite of my okay. fantasy team title. It's the worst case scenario. Do you still hate Jimmy Garoppolo? I'm starting to come around. Seeing him do it. Okay. Outside of the Patriots. He's doing good. Okay, whatever. Who's Three no. It's not bad. No, it's not because they all played right, three okay, games all right, this year. All right. The Carolina Panthers beat the Cardinals 38-20. to Carolina Panthers suck. I Kyle, that game. Kyle Allen had four touchdowns. What the fuck is that bullshit? He walked in and just took Cam Newton's Possible job. MVP. Arizona has no Possible offense. rookie of the year. He's a rookie? Oh, yeah. no, Daniel Jones. No, he's not. He was on the team last yeah. year. Made his former teammate Kyler Murray look like shit, though. Uh, the 49ers edge out the Steelers 24-20. to The Saints somehow beat the Seahawks without Drew Brees 33-27. Texans beat the Chargers 27-20. to Phillip Rivers had a chance to tie it and couldn't because he's Phillip Rivers. The Rams beat the Browns, who looked terrible, 20-13. Baker Mayfield could have ran for that touchdown to tie up the game, but didn't have any Daniel Jones in him to do it. That game Let's, was way too close. Let's talk some well, shit about the, the, I expected the Rams, the Rams to have blow no offense out either. the Browns. The Rams, they got an offense. No, they don't. Jared Goff's not that good. He's having a terrible year. He's been terrible since about week 14 of last season. Except for that Cowboys game. That's the only one. He went to the Super Bowl. He yeah. wasn't not, that wasn't on his play. He still went to the Super Bowl. He's the reason that they were there. That doesn't mean he was good playing. That's the reason they were there in the first place. That's the reason they got to week 14. But weeks 15, 16, 17, that wasn't because of him. He's th- since then, he's thrown more interceptions than touchdowns. Yeah, he had gonna... one good performance in the playoffs that was against Dallas. You got to work out the kinks. He's a young quarterback. And the only reason he got to the Super Bowl is because of a missed pass interference call. They shouldn't have given him all That's that yeah. money. That's a fact. They shouldn't have given him all that money like in the offseason. They should have done what they're doing with Dak now, to wait and see. Because, I mean, right now, I, I bet if they waited like, um, Dak's like until now. Dak's proven his case, though. They're doing what no, uh, no, the Dak's proven his case against the three worst defenses in the NFL. That's true. Meanwhile, I, I no, think if... He's still, he's still... I'm convinced I can walk out there and throw for 200 yards against the Dolphins. Nah. Yeah, but can have you, you see the Dolphins? the Giants? Seen them, Dolphins uh, are trading everybody that's worth anything. I don't know, man. Listen, either way, I think Goff, if he start, like if he wasn't paid in the offseason, if he had waited until like week three, he would have gotten much less money than what the Rams gave him. He's definitely played below that contract. Yeah. Yeah, but that's just good I, for him. I believe good Jared him, Goff is a system... Man. I believe Jared Goff is a system quarterback. So... I had what I believed was the ultimate plan in when you have a system quarterback and Sean McVay. Kyle didn't like it. Kyle being a Rams fan was. All right, you got to the Super Bowl. Cool. Yep. Good. Now, with a system quarterback, theoretically, you could plug almost any quarterback into that system. And they'll do well. And they'll do the same exact thing because that is the system he's in. They should have taken Jared Goff. 
traded him for a top three pick and just done the cycle over again. And then when that guy's about to get paid, take that quarterback, trade him for a top three pick, and the cycle continues till Sean McVay well, dies in 60 years. It's yeah, hard to spot a friend. Well, the Patriots didn't need – well, it's hard to do it with a quarterback that won six Super Bowls. Right, but, but you don't give you don't you don't give Jared Goff the chance to win six Super Bowls. Okay, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. He has the opportunity to do that. He could be the next Tom Brady. Like Jared but now Goff, you're just signing Jared, him away. Jared Goff can't do it because you're only getting three seasons here, and then you're done. That's what I'm saying. That's a problem. Yeah, so now it's, see, it's a problem until it works. No, but it doesn't work. But it could because every time your quarterback's finally getting actually good, you're trading him away for a top three pick. But you don't know if he's good. Then, it could just be well, the system. No, you don't know if he's a system quarterback or not yet. Because I'm, Tom Brady I'm is in his system, I'm, but he's still a really good quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo and Jacoby Brissett look pretty good in that system too. Until yeah. Tom Brady fell. And now him. they're all three, uh, uh, all combined. They're eight oh, are eight and one. That was a fucking listen, ridiculous QB depth chart. Listen, listen, he doesn't need that good of a quarterback. I'm con- I'm convinced they can plug Blake Bortles in there and they'd still be three and zero right now. I don't know. I don't think about. I don't think that. I don't know. Why? What What about Blake Bortles? Okay, that's Well, not I saw question. Blake Bortles, you know, lose what about, in the what AFC about, Championship, and then after he got paid, got cut from the Jaguars. I think the underrated person is Cooper Cup. I think he's single-handedly keeping uh, Goth Cooper in the Cup league right now. is my lifesaver. Yeah. I think yeah. he got like 30 points last week. He did really well. In, he was insane. I want to trade for him, by the way. Uh, John, like an I don't have him in our league. Yes, I have him in our league. The Monday night game. Do I? Yeah. Bears Redskins. The Bears win thirty-one to fifteen. Redskins fans calling for the job of Jay Gruden, also calling for their rookie quarterback who was taken what fourteenth overall in last year's draft to be starting. Around that. But Jay Gruden hasn't has not said anything on when it comes to changing quarterbacks. Although I think there's a very good chance this week you see Jones versus Haskins. So keep an eye out for that. That's going to be the game of the week. It's always fun to see a coach who, you know, like, has run out of fucks to give, you know. He's, like, on the hot seat, so he's like, you know what? I'm going to ride with Case Keenum till the I'm end of the season. I'm going to put a running back in as quarterback. <laughs> yeah, Adrian Peterson. Why not? <laughs> Perfect. So week four of the NFL coming, two teams on a bye week. It is the New York Jets and the San Francisco 49ers. Thank God. One week I got to rest. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's a loss. Your bye week is a loss, let's be honest. So the first game, well, let's look at the standings real quick for picks. Kyle is the leader, pretty decisively. Uh, he's three games ahead. Why are you crossing your fingers like that, Tom? Am your I, picks have been shit. I, I had good picks. No, you never have good picks. You picked the Dolphins three straight weeks. <laughs> I did not. I picked them too. <laughs> Tom, why do you have Who was the one that you didn't on take IR? them with? You have the IR spots. Utilize them. <laughs> so Kyle, got Drew Brees. Kyle's in first place at 34-13-1. I'm in second place at 30-17-1. Zach is in third place at 28-19-1. Trish is in fourth place at 27-20-1. Tom, fifth place, 26-21-1. And then John, last place, 25-22-1. Shouldn't have picked the Redskins. We're all close. <laughs> Except for Kyle. Well, yeah, Why Kyle? did you pick the Redskins? I really don't. I want to play back the audio of what I said last what? week because I really don't know what reason I had to pick the Redskins when we were doing that. They're they're terrible. Yeah, Case Keenum's not good. Case Keenum hasn't been good since that one miracle run to the NFC Championship. I don't know. I was well, sure, I, lift I, up your microphone. He was good in that offense. I was kind of hoping to become a giant. Stop for some reason. I mean, things were looking good. Like they looked like they might have been coming back a little bit last night, but then you know the Bears had another. no, 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 not the Bears. Case Keenum trying to jump over the line on fourth and one and fumbling. 
Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> Case Keenum doesn't understand that jumping over, you're not trying to break the plane. You can jump over, extend the ball, pull it back, and you're still short. Something he didn't understand for some reason. So let's pick week four of the NFL season. After we make our picks, we will give a quick update on how our fantasy football league is going because it's, it's been interesting. I scored 212 points this, 212 points this week, and that I'm still not in first place. <laughs> That'd be bull, me. Some bullshit. I have 500 <laughs> points on the season. Yeah, that's... Enter some bullshit. Scored 189 points last game. Okay. 820 on Fox. The first good Thursday night football game of the season is the Eagles traveling to Green Bay to take on the Packers. Zach and Kyle have this going the way of Green Bay, and I'm not disagreeing with them. I say Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers move to 4-0. and uh, Trish, which way do you see this going? Haven't picked against them yet this season. I'm not going to start now. Let's go Cheeseheads. i got to check to see if that's right. I am 100% correct on that. Mm. Who did the Packers play week two? That was the Vikings. Yeah, I picked the Cheeseheads. Yeah, you Tom did. Tom gave me shit. You did. Last week I picked the Cheeseheads. Yeah, Cheese you did. I haven't picked against them yet. Not going to start now. Okay. Yeah, I picked right. them against yeah. the Bears as well. All right. Okay. Tom, who do you got? Give me the Cheeseheads. John? Yeah, pick, oh. I'm going to take Now you're a Cheesehead, Do you hear Tom. they're playing? Tom? I just saw the Eagles lose to the Lions. Tom. For some reason, the Lions are a dark horse team this year. Yeah, they, they might win that division. Anybody should count them out. They might win that division. That they're better than the Bears. They're really good. I don't know why. I don't know about that. They're better than the Bears. They're two zero and one. They should be two and one. They should have lost that Cardinals game, but they didn't. They should be three and zero. They should have won that. They should have. No, won. They, they should have lost that. that. They should have won that. There's no reason to blow that. Yeah. Okay, but they also should have lost because Matt Stafford should have thrown a pick six with five seconds left with the defense, the defensive player. Well, the Cardinals for Arizona just dropped it. He's a defensive back. Butterfingers. 1 o'clock, CBS. Tennessee travels to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Zach has Titans. Kyle has Falcons. I'm taking the Dirty Birds. I'm taking the Falcons. Uh, Trish, who are you taking? I'm going to take the Titans on this one. John? I'm going to take the Falcons. Tom? I'm going to I'm gonna take the Falcons. Okay. 1 o'clock on Fox. Washington travels to New York to take on Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes, and the New York Giants. Zach and Kyle say Giants. I'm taking the Giants. Give me Danny Dimes. Trish is taking the Giants. Tom? Give me Danny Dimes. Oh, no. John? Yeah, riding with my new fantasy quarterback, Danny Fuck. Dimes. Fuck you, John. John, by the John. way, sporting a Giants sweatshirt. Last week, it only happened twice to us. We all picked the Eagles. They lost. We all picked the Seahawks. They lost. So, just saying. Why do the Eagles suck this year? 1 o'clock, CBS. The San Diego... Oh, nope. The Los Angeles Chargers... Travel to Miami Sneak this to one. take on the Dolphins. Yeah, Zach the and Kyle have the Chargers. Give Tris me the Chargers. says Chargers, Tom. Give me the Chargers. There's Tom not a single game that I will Chargers. Pick similar climb. No, there is. Those both those games against the Jets. I'm leading char- leading Dolphins right now. No, I'm yeah. leading tie. I'm going to predict a tie. Okay. Fins up. Fins up after picking John. Horns I'm, down. I'm gonna take the Chargers, but <laughs> in typical Charger fashion, it's gonna come real close, and you're gonna like think, "Oh God, the Dolphins gonna do this is at it, the end." Is it gonna come down to Philip Rivers having to score a touchdown, and instead of kicking an extra point, go for a two point conversion? Exactly. <laughs> Brian Flores, the head coach of the Miami Dolphins, oh, no. is going to get his first win this week. No, he's not. They're going to be one and three. You're going the way of the Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins are going to beat the Los Angeles Chargers. You heard it here wow. first and only most likely. I'm taking the Finns. They're 14-point dogs at home. Are you going to bet on that? No. Why not? 
I had a bet hit over the weekend, though. What'd you bet? Uh, I had a parlay of the Giants, Bills, uh-huh. 49ers, yeah. Patriots, Cowboys. You must have sweating bullets. And Texans. How much did you bet? $5. How much did you win? 69 Really? Yeah. So yeah, Trish is nice a number. cheesehead and Tone is a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> 1 o'clock, CBS. The Raiders are in Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Zach and Kyle say Colts. Trish. Uh, yeah, give me the Colts. Tom. Give me the Colts. John. Colts. Actually, I'm going to change to the Raiders. For John, I just wrote John for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> give, me, give me the Raiders. I lied. I'm, I taking, the I'm taking the Colts. I love Jacoby Brissett. Don't Raiders. you like There's got to be Carr? some parody in our picks. Or Give me the Raiders. Okay, I put it in. You don't like John Gruden knock on or wood? Darren Waller? One o'clock on Fox. Kyle Allen travels to Houston to take on the Texans. It's Panthers. Texans. 100. For people who don't know that Kyle Allen is on the Texans. 97. Zach and Kyle say Texans. Trish is saying 197. <laughs> what? Are you just counting down from three? 91. Who's winning? <laughs> Panthers or Texans? Uh, Texans. John. Texans. Tom. Texans. Texans. I'm also taking. Be bold. You're uh, the one who I, took the fins. Yeah, I, that was bold <laughs> enough, and I hope it fucking hits and all you people look like idiots. But we wouldn't look like idiots. We'd be going with the smart choice. We'd look and you'd like be going with the absolutely people. ridiculous choice because Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be starting that game. No, he's not. And you're going to look like an idiot when he does. Are One o'clock on Fox. Josh Rosen heard his <laughs> Trisha's dark horse team takes on the Kansas City Chiefs at home. <sighs> Lions, Chiefs. One o'clock on Fox. Kyle and Zach say Chiefs. Sweet. Trish picked against the Chiefs last week. Who's I playing at home? Don't The Lions are. Give me the Lions. In the dome at Ford Field. <laughs> Trish is taking the Lions. Give me the Tom, Lions. Give me the... Uh, take the Lions with me, Tom. Yeah, give me... Take the Lions with me, Tom. Give me the Lions. Yeah. John. Well, Take I, the Lions with me, John. Why are you Make this even on the podcast. Why, why are you picking the Lions exactly? Because they're home and undefeated. You know, Mahomes has never played in the John. dome before in his life. You know, like, he's been playing the entire time with wind and all of that shit. Wait so a minute. Is, Wait, he's never played in the dome in his career? No, this is his first time he's played in, like, besides preseason, yeah. I think he played in the Superdome in preseason, but... So that, he's never played in the that dome. That doesn't in his sound career. right. Tony, double it's, check this. It's it's hundred percent in the regular season he's never played in an indoor environment. Okay, what? how about the playoffs? Both those yeah. games were at Arrowhead Stadium for KC. Okay. But what? That no, I just have to I just right. I just have to say the Chiefs then like if I'm right. No about that. take the Lions. Well what John. if Patrick Mahomes just, you know shits the bed in a dome. He starts throwing passes ten yards to the right because he's, he's, he's counting for he's wind. He's not there. Also to be sure, check that one game he started in 2018. That yeah. was outside, that was at Arrowhead. Oh, okay. What? He's never yeah. played in a dome. John with some analysis out of Literally left fucking field. <laughs> so man, I'm just saying. I'm hoping I can dispute it. John, where did you hear this? Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw it on like Bleacher Report. You saw it on Reddit, John. John Alice. You got to stop getting information from Reddit. Listen, there's a lot of fake news out there. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> I'm right though. He's John. your most trusted source. Die. Huh? Shit. Didn't expect John to be right. No, Patty Mahomes. So you taking the Lions or I'm not? Taking the Chiefs. I just L. said I don't trust Mahomes. Patty Mahomes else. is gonna take an L. I'm taking Kansas City. Oh, I'm done picking against them after I picked the Ravens. Of shit. All right. Speaking of Ravens, they're the next game on the slate. If my screen will load, it did. <laughs> yeah, no problem taking Browns. The for this one. 
Baltimore, oh, one o'clock in Baltimore. Not a fucking contest. Baltimore's Zach and Kyle have the, the Ravens. Trish is sticking with the birds. Tom, give me uh, Baltimore. John, give me Baltimore. I'm also the taking Baltimore. We're going to be basically in the same exact position. Oh, Dallas going to be that wearing that stupid ass fucking watch. Fake one. One o'clock, CBS, the battle for the AFC East. The Patriots go to Buffalo to take on the Bills. Zach and Kyle both say Patriots. Trish. You know what I want to say, but I'll be with you on it. Team in a defense that I need them Mm -hmm. to do well, so give me the Patriots. Tom. Shutting out the Bills. Wow. Whoa. Shutting them out? Not only shutting them out, shutting them down to the point where they don't get more than 100 yards. And then getting three pick sixes so that they score more than 35 points. Tom. I mean, they're both 3-0, and and the Bills are at home. You're I really, would love to give it. You're really going to make me make more bad picks? Then just take the Patriots, Tom. <laughs> give me the Bills. That's my boy. Thank you, Tom. I would love to take them. I just can't. No faith. It goes against everything I believe in. What do you believe in? I'm starting the Patriots' D over the Bills' quarterback. Todd, John? Yeah, I'm going to take the Patriots. You almost called him Todd. Yeah. John, your name is Todd now. I pick the team I cheer for. Well, here we go again. Come on. Bills. Back in the bullshit again. I'm taking the Bills. Yeah! Interesting. 3-0 at home in Orchard Park. Tom Brady's only lost to the Bills three times in his career. This is about to be four. Wow. Yeah. How long ago were those three times? 2009? I, mean, uh, I think the last time was 2017. Because it was week 17 and he didn't play. I mean, anything could happen. And he didn't lose to them. Well, no, he started the game. He came out after, like, the first quarter. <laughs> so he didn't lose Jimmy to Garoppolo him. finished and lost. Oh, and, and Tom Brady got the loss because of it. Pussy shit. So I'm taking the Bills. Um, I like Josh Allen. I like him, too. And I like that Bills D. <sighs> This is the best offense the Bills have played yet this season. I I, that the, the, Patri- the Patriots have played yet this season. I need the Patriots and defense I'm, I, to I be think, solid. I think Josh Allen's taking a big step in his development. I think they're going to beat the Patriots. I need the Patriots defense to be solid. Now we go to the 4 o'clock games. The Buccaneers travel to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. Uh, Kyle and Zach both say Rams. I'm not going to go against that. I'm saying the L.A. Rams as well. Trish? Yeah, give me the Rams. Tom? Who are the Rams playing? The Bucks. Ooh, yeah, give me the Rams. Oh guy, did you listen? John? Rams. 405 on Fox. Seattle travels to Arizona to take on Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Zach picked the Cardinals. Kyle has the Seahawks. Uh, I'm, I'm taking the Seahawks. I think they're out for blood after a bad performance last week. And Give me a roast. Come back. So you're taking the Seahawks too, Trish? Yep. Fly birds fly. Tom? I know that's the Eagles thing. Don't, give me, give me Ross. John? Give me the Hawks. Battle of the birds this week. Um, 425 on CBS. Tough. It's a weird NFC game on CBS. Usually that's the AFC channel. Minnesota travels to Chicago to take on the Bears. Uh, Zach and Kyle will say Bears. I- I'm taking the Vikings on this one. Uh, the Bears don't look good to me. Mitchell Trubisky looked bad last night against a really bad Washington team. Mitchell Trubisky is just probably the worst quarterback. So you're taking the Vikings? Yeah. Tom? Uh... Give me the Vikings, but I still think HaHa Quentin Dix is going to have one or two interceptions. I love HaHa. John? Vikings. Okay. Dalvin Cook's going to rush for like 200 yards. 425 on CBS. Gardner Minshew and the Jacksonville Jaguars travel a mile high to take on the Denver Broncos. Give me Minshew. Give me the Jaguars. Kyle and Zach both have the Jags. I'm taking the Jaguars. Trish, Jaguars. Minshew. Yeah, give me Tom, the Tom, Jaguars. That porn uh-huh. stash can do no wrong. 
So Jaguars across the board. Eight twenty Sunday night football. In his jock strap. Sunday night football on uh, in his jock strap. Yes. Yeah. Did you see that picture? Hammered. Yes. You didn't see that? No. He was like knocked out with his arms around people in his jock strap and a fucking jack. That was after thing. a game. Yeah. He wasn't hammered. He looked hammered. He was just he wearing his hammered. aviators standing there. He looked like out. Are you sure? Yes. How you sure? That was taken in the locker room, wasn't it? Yeah, no. Why not? Other than the obvious? No, find the picture of him drunk. 8-20, Sunday Night Football. The Dallas Cowboys travel to the Big Easy to take on the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Zach and Kyle saying Cowboys. And uh, I'm taking the Saints at home. Saints in the Dome. They looked pretty good last week against Seattle. I think they continue it. Trish? Yeah, give me the Saints. Tom? Give me the Saints. John? Yeah, I agree. Saints. I just want to say that I really hope Ezekiel Elliott runs for like five touchdowns. And then Monday Night Football. Uh, Cincinnati travels to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Zach and Kyle both say Steelers. I think Mason Rudolph starting to figure this out. I'm taking the Steelers against the Bengals. Trish? Yeah, give me the Steelers. The Bengals are just shit. Tom? Uh, I, yeah, give me the Steelers. John? Yeah, Steelers, because they can't go all in four, right? Well, Knock on wood. They easily can. They can lose this game. So here, here's the division leaders after week three of the NFL season. AFC East, the Buffalo Bills. AFC North, the Baltimore Ravens. AFC South, the Houston Texans. And the AFC West, after a tie after week one, it's now the KC Chiefs at 3-0. Everybody else has a losing record in that division. Kansas City's got the easiest. Just okay. everything. In the NFC, <laughs> NFC East, Dallas Cowboys 3-0. Uh, the potentially best division in football, now you have NFC North. Green Bay Packers 3-0, followed up by the Lions at 2-0-1. NFC South has the Saints at 2-1. And the NFC West has a tie at the top, but at the tiebreaker, it's the LA Rams at 3-0. So we're going to... Give a look, little fantasy football update, because it's our fantasy football league for too many men. The league. Yes, Tom, the league. No, he said the league. The league. Okay. Like the So, news. my team last week defeated Kyle 212 to 140.5. That's the only score I have in front of me, because that's my score. Okay. My team being weekend at Barclays was just John's team, 189.1 to 125.1. I hate to see it. Uh, John's brother Nick beat John's brother Mike 177.9 to 145. And then Tom beat Zach 174.5 to 118.1. And now here are the standings. Tied for first is me and Tom. Tom on the tiebreaker for points scored. Third place, sole possession, Trish at 2-1. What's going on? Four-way tie for fourth between Nick, Kyle, John, and Zach in that order. And then bringing up the rear is John's brother, Mike, at 0-3. <laughs> so we're going to end this episode like we do every episode with some hot takes. Who has one? I have one. Okay. Lions, dark horse team for the playoffs this year. Okay. Completely out of nowhere, Lions are going to make the playoffs. It's going to be wild. Tom? TJ Hawkinson will have at least six catches, 50 yards, and a touchdown. Okay, John? Uh, I think you're going to see another uh, five-touchdown performance from Danny Dimes Sunday. We had four last game. Well, a five-touchdown this time, then. Okay. Up in it. What was my hot take for Daniel Jones last week? Because I was damn close. I think it was four touchdowns. And I said 300 yards. I believe he did. I'll have to play back the audio Oh, on that, baby. Uh, my hot take is that the Miami Dolphins, Josh Rosen, 400 yards, four touchdowns. Josh Rosen's hurt. No, he's playing. It's just his hand, and it sounds like throwing head probably. So the Giants. How do you know? You don't know what hand it is. 
Oh my god. You want to find out what hand it is with Josh Rosen? Yes, I do. All right, fine. Tom, yes. fill time. Scat a bit. It's magic, man. Skitty bat bat Skitty scat. Yeah, so one of the reasons why I'm the best team in the fantasy football is mostly because Tony's team's garbage. Like, I have Dak Prescott and Mark Ingram and Damian Williams and Julian Edelman and Tyler Lockett. And meanwhile, Tony's team consists of people like Alvin Kamara and Aaron Jones. Like, who even are they? And then there's Devontae Adams and Amari Cooper and Delaney Walker. Absolutely nasty team. So wait, I, I searched Dan, I searched Josh Rosen hand injury on Google. Nothing came up. Yeah, but check ESPN. I, I, I think you're making it up. I'm not, get, I'm not making it up. Look it up. I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm out. So the Giants are 9-27 and 27 since the bow trip. They did win a game. The only way Tony Brown would get to the Super Bowl. So what, what do you have to say now? I mean, why aren't you starting Antonio Brown this week? Because I, I don't want to get into him. So, I can't. I don't understand anything hurt with his hand. So, I, I think Trish might have made that up. So, it's the only way Tony Romo gets to the Super Bowl is through the booth at CBS. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. New episodes every Tuesday and Friday. On Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Special thanks again to Samuel Irwin Hill, kicker punter. Hoping he's going to get that NFL job soon. He said the XFL is an option, so we'll see. And we'll see you next episode. Enjoy Thursday Night Football because for the first time in a long time, it's actually going to be a good one.